사방팔방. Alright, hey guys, welcome back to the Korean Always Podcast. My name is Adam Mola and here with my boy George. We're back with an episode about a very relatively controversial topic in the Korean language learning community. And that is Hanja. Yeah, so guys, in today's video, we're going to be covering a wide range of topics, starting from whether Hanja is worth learning, why we chose to learn it, which ones do you need to know, uh, what is the best way to learn them, you know, with Anki and all these other programs, how does knowing them actually benefit you, and finally, traditional versus simplified, what's the difference, and how does it work in Korean society. So with that said, now um, I'm going to start and ask sort of the first question. Uh, Adamola, how did you go about learning Hanja? Uh, why did you even bother trying to learn it? Give us a little spin on that, please. Yeah, you know, actually, funny enough, the real biggest influence on me learning Hanja was this man right here, George, <laughs> yeah. person, who yeah. actually got me in on the Hanja gang. Because I won't lie, in the very beginning, you know, oftentimes people say, um, when you speak to the average Korean person, how much do I need to learn Hanja? You know, Hanja is one of those things that when it comes to Korean relative to other Eastern Asian um, languages like Japanese and Chinese, um, it's present in all three. But in specifically for Korean, um, I'd always heard like, oh, you don't need to learn it. Like, it's not important. Like, Hanja is nowhere. It's never. You don't need to worry about Hanja at all. So with that, I was like, oh, really? Okay, well, then I guess I'll forget about it. But then I met George, and George kind of actually introduced me to like, oh, Hanja is where it's at, man. Like, Hanja is yeah. legendary. And um, it was after we kind of talked about it, and I saw like how crazy excited George was about Hanja, that he, George actually shared with me like the importance of Hanja in learning Korean, or at least how it can be helpful. So, mm -hmm. George, how about you? How did you start learning Hanja? Yeah, so before, so when I started learning Korean, of course, I didn't know that much about it, but I had an idea because I studied Japanese a little bit. Um, so I knew kind of how they worked and I'd already sort of done a bit of kanji practice, which is, if you don't know, is Japanese oh. sort of the word oh, for right. kanji in Japanese, the Chinese characters. So first of all, the word hanji is just Chinese characters. Um, it's hanzi in Chinese, not with that tone, but something like that. Um, and yeah, but anyway, I had a background in those characters and I thought, as when I, the day I found out that they were used in Korean, I thought, well, this is just genius. Like, it just looks so cool that I just want to learn it anyway, regardless of whether it's mm. useful or not. Um, and I found out that in Korea, they use them for all of their words because the words are sort of cognates of Chinese, or not cognates, mm. but they, yeah, they come from Chinese. And it becomes quite useful to know them in terms of vocabulary building. So the reason I actually started was mainly to, to improve my vocabulary. But for, Mostly because I just mm. want, I just thought the characters looked cool and I thought it might come in handy someday if I perhaps learn another mm. language or even just, you know, you know, go to Chinatown or something like that. You can still work mm. out the characters. Um, but yeah, I would say they are actually worth learning in that respect because of the sheer amount of vocab that you can just, of course, you can do this, you know, without Hanja. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that you only need to learn Hanja and that's the sort of be all end all for everyone. But I strongly advise you to learn the basic ones and you can see this process take place for yourself. So the process I'm talking about here is vocabulary in Korean is all based, well, I say all, 70% of it is based off of Hanja, which right. the words yeah, yeah. are it's kind of like compounds how we have in Latin. So maybe like aquarium, like aqua, something to do with like water, right? So that kind of thing. 
um, in Korean, there's Mursu, which is the character so for, for water, right. right? So they call it by the, what it actually is, and then it has its like pronunciation. So Mur in Korean is just water. If you say it to someone, it means water. But if you say Su to mm. someone, they're like, what does that mean? That doesn't really mean anything because it's just the pronunciation. It's like saying, walk up to someone and say Aqua. Does that really, doesn't really make sense, right? So that's just a little yeah, yeah. small explanation just for those guys who don't really know. But um, yeah, no, that is definitely... It's definitely well. You know, wasn't it? Was it like I know you said something like how you had an idea of what Hanja was? Because for the most part, when I started learning Hanja, or at least before I started learning Korean, or really got into like what Hanja was, when I saw Hanja, I was like, "Oh, that's just Chinese." Like, <laughs> like why would <laughs> yeah. I be? I'm not learning Chinese. Yeah, so why why do I yeah. learn Hanja? Why did you not yeah, want yeah. to learn that kind of thing? I want to understand it from it your point because I've always been about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was weird. It wasn't like I didn't want to learn it, but for the most part, it was like when it comes to Korean language acquisition, for the most part that I had understood was Hanja is like an additive. Like it's one of those yeah. things that once you're really good, not then you can start yeah. studying if you want. It's not necessarily something that is going to, is required for you to reach a certain level of Korean fluency. Mm. And with my goal in mind was, okay, I want to try and get as good at uh, you know, speaking Korean and understanding Korean as possible. Mm. Obviously, first with the understanding, I was like, yeah. I mean, I'm not reading these Hanja characters in the first place because, I mean, for the most part, in most uh, shows that you're watching, you're not going to really see Hanja. Yeah. Hanja doesn't yeah. really come up. But then there's like those, there's some moments where, like, in Yenning, in like variety shows, yes. or yes. Um, obviously on the news, most specifically, yeah, the news, like, if the you point. watch the news for like a couple hours, You'll see like hella Hanja. Yeah. Like that was one thing that I noticed. Mm. And even, it was yeah. almost it was like right in that period where I started like watching the news that I was like, oh, okay, Hanja's definitely used more than I thought. But mm. I mean, for you, I know when you were in Korea, how much Hanja were you seeing on like a daily basis or well I would I would actually I would say I would see it at least once a day because every year on my road there was like a a, a Korean restaurant where it had the name in Hanja. Um, it was called like oh, Dara. Okay. Um, so like Manu Da, like a lot of Da. <laughs> and uh, like, like mm. it's an Urak, like, uh, like enjoyment right. kind of thing. Um, mm. But yeah, I, so I'd see it every day. Um, but I suppose if I was not living there, I think living in Seoul, yeah, you will see at least a character a day, at least like on some side mm. somewhere. Um, and another thing that I just sort of, that comes to mind as well. You said that, you know, they don't really get used much in real life. One place where they always are used is on like tombstones and gravestones or like if someone's passed away, oh. they have like go something, something go being like oh. you know, marking that they're dead, they're deceased. So, um, there, there is mm. one, there are actually a few that you do definitely need to know regardless. So the ones for like small, medium and large, uh, yeah. yeah. So day, jung, so going large as well. Right. Um, which you'll see on a menu, perhaps even in I don't know a Korean restaurant, they might have like large portion, small portion, but they write it fancily in Hanja because everyone knows oh. those. But obviously, foreigners may not learn them. So that that you do, yeah, they do pop up in life from time to time, but not absolutely mm. essential. But uh, like I'm saying, mm. native speakers will know a fair few. Um, say let's right. just let's just throw a number to throw a number fifty to hundred. They will know that like indefinitely. Um, yeah, but then going on I from guess, there, it's mm -hmm. like, which ones do you need to know? I mean, we can get onto that in right. a second, but if there's anything else you want to add there. And I mean, I guess, I guess moving into like, which ones you need to know, I yeah. guess, 
you know, like how many, like, I think I read somewhere that the average Korean student, like they study Hanja, like the first, I think it's like 1,800, like essential Hanja is the way it's put. Like essential Hanja is what's studied in school. But it's funny because like when I had like conversations with Korean people, I'm like, oh, um, like, do you know, like these Hanja? And they're like, oh, don't, don't study that. You don't need to know that. No one uses it. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, it's, it's one of those things like, why are Korean people telling me not to study it? You know? Yeah. But I mean, yeah, as yeah. far as the ones that we need to know, cause mm-hmm. in a way, since, like I've started studying Hanja and the, the weird thing is, is like after starting to study Hanja, I've noticed how much easier it is to learn new words like especially with um our vocabulary reaching a certain level of understanding yes yeah, so um, like a certain level where we like yeah. we can identify like patterns in like the vocab like you see so at the end of like certain words or jung obviously or gokup mm. you see mm, gokup is used like all the time gokup is quite a good one yeah gokup Exactly. And the thing is, like, when you know, like, the hanja, even though there's, like, multiple hanja for certain readings of the, of the, of obviously Korean, um, the understanding of hanja, I could feel like when I see words now, it's easier for me to immediately understand it without a dictionary lookup or even with one dictionary lookup. It's like, it sticks in my head because I'm like, oh, it's that hanja. Read the hanja. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's those words, right, that are kind of sort of bit uh, vague. And um, the definition is quite long to read, but sometimes we, all you need to see mm. is just the hanja next to it. And you it's get just it the hanja. For the people who know exactly. it, but obviously people who don't learn it, then they have to read the whole definition and they still find it troublesome. And you so, know, yeah, that, there's that. You know, which, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Continue, yeah. And the, something that I was going to ask you was like, you know, I was always wondering like how easy it would be for like Chinese speakers <laughs> to just like, read some Korean hanja instead of reading like a long Korean definition just read the hanja boom they understand it yeah and then like well, I met a few actually uh, while I was in Korea oh, yeah, so yeah. I met a few Chinese speakers um and I don't think I met any Japanese speakers actually but um yeah the Chinese guys they usually what they would do in the Korean classes that I went to instead of for all the Westerners if they didn't know the English word then they'd write out like a long description in Korean but for the Chinese mm. guys every time they just write what it was in hanja and then people would just get it straight away so oh, yeah, I, feel, yeah, yeah. I feel like if you're a native Chinese speaker, then sort of there is no real monolingual dictionary. Because obviously, as you know, if you look up in the Korean dictionary, right. it always comes up with Hanja. So you're just kind of True. You're never going to actually get the real Hanja monolingual, like, right? It's always easier, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, of course, the words aren't always the same. There are like, you know, different uh, variations. Because like in China, mm. modern Chinese, they use different words entirely to express the same idea. But right. most of it, you can get the gist. And um, from, from what I heard from my Chinese friends is that a lot of the Korean words are kind of like old Chinese words. So for example, like Songseng mm. or Songseng mm. is the word. Uh, they don't use that. They don't use those characters per se. They say like Lao Shu right. or something, which is like different, different uh, characters, um, mm. which might be to do with, you know, Korean being taken a hand from you know, the olden days and stuff, but uh, yeah, right, right, for the yeah. most part, yeah. yeah. Chinese speaking. I mean, when you think time. about it, like seventy percent of the language comes from these characters. Mm-hmm. So, like, pretty much seven out of ten words that you see will have hanja yeah. in it. <laughs> exactly. So, like, yeah. learning, understand, like, even like, like, okay. So, I think both of you are like a little bit. You're a lot much higher of like a hanja fluency, hanja fluency, hanja fluency um, yeah. than me. But yeah. like, for me, where I've studied for a couple months now, going in, I think I've I can probably read or understand upwards of 
400 Hanja now. Mm. Just about 400. No, no more than that. I, any yeah. more than that, I'm like, I don't, I don't know these words. Though. But as far as like the ones you need to know, what are the yeah. ones that show up the most frequently? So, yeah. I mean, you mentioned a couple of them, but where would we say is the best place for people to start when they want to learn Hanja? Yeah, so that... I remember a few years ago, there's a site called talktomeinkorean.com, which is like, uh, not talktomeinkorean, howtostudykorean.com, that's, yeah, so I mm. got the names confused, um, where they ha- he had a post about like the most important 100 times or something like that. Um, I think that's oh, a good did. place to start, just to get the very basic oh. ones, just because those are the ones that are most common mm. and the most sort of ones that you need. It, well, we can link it down below. Um, oh, but yeah, once, yeah. You, once you get the sort of first 100 out of the way, then I feel like it's up to you whether you actually want to take it seriously. Um, we mm. obviously, we both advise that, you know, it's a very good thing, but you know, if you're not as serious about learning Korean, then I feel like after about the first 50 to hundred or so, then you're probably not going to need to know them because modern day sure. Koreans, uh, they have to learn all of them in school. Sure. But I, most of them do not remember them unless they're going into law or some sort of field where they might need them. Oh, so like medical or law, right? Exactly. Med- medicine or law, basically. Uh, that's all it is. And you can actually get like a jagokjung, like a credentials um, yeah for learning hanja so you can actually take a test in hanja and be like oh i'm this good at hanja i'm that good at hanja whatever levels they are yeah yeah. Um, which is quite interesting but uh, yeah if you want to give a concrete sort of number um i think once you're at the about sort of 500 mark you're pretty satisfied in terms of like for vocabulary of course every new hanja helps but once you're at the sort of 500 mark you've covered like all the sort of main areas because with with hanja there's like sort of uh, they only get sort of more complicated. They kind of like build on themselves more is what I'm trying know. to say. So they have like the mm-hmm. sort of very basic ones, which you just kind of have to know, memorize straight out. Then you have the sort of intermediate ones, which are like mixtures of these two very bases. And then the most advanced ones are just like mixtures of both the intermediate and the sort of small ones put together. So, and those don't come up as often, so they're less useful. So yeah, if we want to give a concrete number of 500, um, is my answer mm. to that one of how much you need to know. 500 for a, a sort of like, okay, if I know 500, I'm pretty much set. I don't need to learn too much more. It's like, um, for I guess, as far as, so like there's certain people in the Korean learning yeah. community. There's people that are like, you don't need Hanja at all. Like Hanja is useless. There's people that yeah. are on that, that side of the spectrum. And then there are people like yourself and I who are kind of like, oh, Hanja is definitely useful. And Hanja can help boost your understanding and uh, your efficiency when it comes to learning new vocab, especially when we're talking about higher levels of vocab in different fields. But Mm. even like outside of just like both spectrums, I think to a certain degree, just understanding like that first like 100 Hanja, if you're a person who's like, "Uh, I don't really want to spend too much time on Hanja. I think one of the things that we even talked about once was like, you don't need to like be repping like 50 yeah. Hanja <laughs> cards a day. Because you know, like in the Japanese learning like community, yeah, was, what's it called? Um, uh, RTK. RTK uh, yeah. Remember the kanji? Like yeah. they're doing like, they want to like finish understanding all the kanji in like three months. So like, yeah, because be, they like, need it to read. Reps. So it's actually, exactly. It's not, there's no one out there saying, oh, you don't need kanji. Like, I mean, maybe there is, but right. exactly. <laughs> most people agree that so, you need it to read. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like instead, we are only like recommend like my recommendation. I, I'd like to hear yours too. Mm-hmm. I think you probably only do, need to do like not even need to do, but if you want to like start to build your understanding of Hanja to a little bit, 
I'd say doing like five new cards a day yeah, in addition fun. to my uh, whatever it is, 10 or 15 like regular Korean cards. And mm -hmm. doing just by doing five new cards a day, every five every day, you're learning five new Hanja. And then by the time 100 days passed, you've studied 500 Hanja. And look at that. You pretty much so, don't need to worry about learning Hanja after that. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. It's true. And um, there are some like other kind of practical uses because it's actually like a cultural thing. People might say, mm, exactly. oh, wait, which, which word is that? Is that a mursu mm. or is that whatever su, right? Oh, or is yeah. that this hanja or that hanja when you're saying this word? Because um, unlike, well, I'm not really sure about Chinese and Japanese, maybe they do the same thing, but um, in written form, particularly, you can't actually tell necessarily which hanja it is unless you know the word already, mm. right? So oftentimes when there's a new word, uh, even when I'm reading books, um, actually, I would say it's it's very important when you're reading books to at least know the 500 because there's I learned a new word the other day. I think it was chonsogu, uh, which is like a, a, a pigeon that carries like the letter for someone. Um, and if you don't know the hanja, then you're not really going to be able to work out what that would have meant. Um, so it, there are there are actually very practical uses that people seem to be like denying. Um, whereas I just yeah can't really yeah say you know it's, it's not kind of like. <laughs> Mm. Kind of like, yeah, 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 and I think kind of like you were mentioning before. I'll, I'll also admit I kind of have an interest in Chinese. Yeah. Like part of me, when I was like studying Korean, I, I was always kind of interested in Chinese culture, and kind of like I was like, hey, you know, partially through the journey of learning Korean, like you know, you reach like a point where like understanding when you reach like over like 90% understanding like plus, and you don't really need to do too many lookups. Part of my brain was like, oh man, I kind of. Chinese sounds cool. So then that's when I started to get a little bit more serious with Hanja. <laughs> like, yeah. It kind of like adds a new like layer to the learning. It does. It kind of you can read it through Korean. It. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I think that was also like a fun thing to just add. I mean, fun if you enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> if it's you reach a point where it's like, yeah, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Actually, and obviously, like you said, right? No, go no, 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 you are. Oh, you sure? All right. Yeah. Well, I had, I had a fun experience uh, recently. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. While I was in Chinatown, I went there's in London, there's a Chinatown. I was there with this uh, Korean mm. girl and she didn't know like that many hands. And I was just out here like reading science left, right and forth. It's like, hey, do you know how to read that? It's oh, like ton down. Down. I just like reading it off and it's like quite a thing. Like, oh, like, that's funny. I, I, how have I done this? Like, I, I know mm. something that they don't. So, yeah, that's it, it can give and you an know, edge if you I know guess, enough. Mm. Yeah, I guess part of that, which I guess the arguments that we see on the other end of the spectrum, yeah. A lot of people are thinking, hey, Korean people don't know it. Why yeah. do I need to know it? And as far as like the way we were talking about like a Chinese learner learning Korean mm -hmm. um, or just as an individual who want that, it's just like it's that little bit more like it's it, people that have studied Hanja, I think, would un like understand it the reason, like, when yeah. you know, like these the background behind words. And you can just see this this structure you see in this word. There's even times where you can like guess what the Hanja is. You're like, oh, it's probably this Hanja. Just looking at like the first like two parts of the word or so. Mm. At least the more mm. context. It's basically just more context towards comprehensibility. Reason, yeah. I feel. Yeah. The reason that the Korean people don't know it and they don't really need to know it is because, well, mm. one, first of all, it's a lie. They do know at least about 100. Like I'm telling you, every Korean person mm. will know at least about 50 to 100 hands down and second of all is they yeah. already have the context for all the words so why would they they don't actually need to necessarily know the picture true because they, they've already got true, that true. they've got way more input on us that their exactly. brain is way more effective at comprehending all these new words 
and exactly. sort of figuring it out. Oh, that might be some different handy that I read one time in school. Whereas we have no sort of basis to go off. So it's way more mm. effective for us to actually know them and we can be on the same level as a Korean speaker just by that. Because it's, it's, it's one thing saying the Korean people don't know them, but they, they kind of have it in their subconscious on some level, you know? Like, like yeah, exactly. the knowledge is kind yeah. of there based on, right. you know, how words are put together. In I mean, language. they've been they've been living with Korean their entire <laughs> lives. They already went to, through school. They studied all these words, read it. Their parents speak to them. They talk to friends, et cetera, et cetera. And the context they have for learning the language is far beyond what we have. So Hanja is just like the extra step mm. to like pushing your comprehension, pushing your brain's ability to kind of like connect with the language. Um, yeah. And another thing that we know, like Hanja is also... Um, a pretty cool conversation starter because oh, yeah, I remember certainly. when I was I, think I was on like Hello Talk and I was just like um, I put down one of my favorite um, uh, phrases. It, my, oh, was it like Sajasongo? Sajasongo. Yeah, I put one of those down yeah. and in this career, like someone texted me. They're like, "Oh my gosh, how do you know?" Uh, and I was like, oh, I study it for fun. And then they were like, oh my God, this is so cool. I study so-and-so. And then like, I had like a two hour long conversation just about with this one person. And like, that was super cool. Like, I, I mean, I mean, you know, it doesn't get better than that, right? Just like start a yeah, conversation, I mean, talk about Hanzo or... They definitely you know, think you're smart you know them. Yeah. They like Hanzo. Sure, yeah. People are like, oh, crap, he's like, smart as well. He knows what's up. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean Korean people yeah, are yeah. like that anyway. They'd be like, oh yeah, you speak really good. You know, you know. Right. Um, but then you got Hanja on top of that. They're like, oh, shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Next level. Yeah. <laughs> right. And uh, another thing is obviously Korean names. Behind oh, yeah. pretty much 99.99% of Korean names, there are um, Hanja behind their names, which, Definitely. which has meaning. So mm -hmm. if you actually like ask a Korean person, um, oh, what's your name? And then they tell you your name. And then, like, one of the things that's how you remember, which one it is, right? Yeah. yeah, you can ask, like, oh, is it this? It's like, if someone's yeah. like, my name is like uh, Kim So Jin, you can be like, yeah. oh, is it which So or which Jin? Jin and then yeah. they can they'll be like, oh my gosh, you know, like, a Hanja behind name. And yeah, yeah, those are yeah. really cool, like, <laughs> that way too. It's a cultural thing, yeah. Just exactly, it's a cultural it's thing. You're more plugged in, yeah, you're more plugged in that way. Right. And, you know, when, yeah. you, go to the, when you go to the Pyongyang, you're going to go to the convenience store. You know which flavor of ramen right. you're buying as well, because the the, the <laughs> character for spicy, you know, shin. Oh right, shin, oh that um, is true. All of that. Oh so, yeah, yeah. yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. It does come up. So, just, yeah, yeah. So I mean, how, it's how there? It's just hiding, you know. Yeah, right. I was gonna say. So how do we? If someone wants to learn Hanja, then how do they go about learning it? What's mm. like? I mentioned the website earlier for like the sort of basic ones, but what's your sort of routine for learning them? Right. Because I know. Yeah. 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 Quite yeah. A big fan of Anki and all this. Right. Mm, oh, yes. <laughs> um, I think the best way to go about learning Hanja, you correct me if I'm wrong, but so there are a couple of things that I know um, have been working for me. So I have an Anki deck that I got off of Anki Web, which was basically um, Hanja, Hanjao. And yeah. I took that deck. It had like 3,000 cards in it with a bunch of different words in Korean that have Hanja behind them. And then I actually use this add-on, which is called the Migaku Kanji God add-on. Um, <laughs> it's made by Migaku. It's available 
for free. It's one of the Migaku's oh, projects that they've actually recently released. And I basically use that and it basically, um, it can scan my deck for all the Hanja on my cards. And then I can have it add cards for the Hanja so that I can at least, I can learn so, the, yeah. the words in my normal deck. And then after I learn the words, I can study the meanings of the individual Hanjas that are broken down in those words. And that's ah, how okay. I've been going about it. So yeah, it takes yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. And there's one other thing that I would also suggest um, for people who learn it. Obviously when you look up in the dictionary, you're seeing them all the time anyway. So you're kind of getting that mm. daily dose, right. daily input you need to sort of trust about that too. Um, but I was going to say, there's also a thing that exists called, um, I can't remember the actual name of the book, but it's like the law, the, like the actual book of law. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I forgot, um, I forget the name, but basically that's all written in Hanja. There's one book that's like completely all written in Hanja, which is like the Korean law, like the commitment, mm. like the, what do they call it? The amendment in America or whatever that like, I don't know what was what, what the, the constitution. Yeah, the constitution. There you go. That's what, like the Korean constitution. <laughs> yeah. um, it's actually written okay. in Hanja, or there's a version at least that's written in Hanja. So if, if you guys are really interested, oh, okay. you could also find that um, if you will. Um, there was also another thing yeah. like Gong 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 Che. No, not Gong Gong Che, but um, something Gong Yong or something Gong Yong Che. I think it is uh, where it's basically like mixed script. So they have like novels or whatever's written. But with the mixed script from a while back, like early oh, okay. um, and yeah. that that's good good for practice as well. If you're actually trying to practice reading them, because like newspapers sort of around the Korean War time, maybe a little bit earlier than that, like 1930s or so, they were using Hanja as well right. mixed in. So, and you know, um, there's also mm. there's also um, I know a really popular deck um, that I think even you might have recommended to me was I know yeah. there's the retro Hanja oh, deck. Yeah. Um, it's got a lot of typos basically in it, gives, so be careful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you those, need yeah. to fix the typos. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think he's been updating it, but we can double check on that. If, well, yeah, we can, um, yeah. But as far as that was a resource that I know is available. Um, but essentially, Anki is a pretty easy way to go about it because you can just like set it to add five new words and then yeah, just one five time. new Hanja. Just and, look at oh, it. Yeah. Um, I was going to yeah. mention something, sorry to interrupt, but um, with your normal Anki reps, what I personally do is when, normally when you look up a word in dictionary, it comes up with a Hanja as well. What I like to do is add my Hanja to the cards that you're doing for sentence marking. Right. Because right, then right, that right. way you're just getting more exposure to them and it just helps you piece the words together in the long term, mm. um, which is another tip I just want to mention. So you, yeah, <laughs> feel free to count. Yeah. And wait, there's the name of this book. I think you were mentioning it. it's called Nairo Mognin Hanja. Oh, there's that one as well. Uh, I'm not sure. That's for learners. Yeah. Yes, uh, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. That book, those books are pretty solid because it gives you like a picture and it shows you um, the Hanja with like a nice, like, it basically helps you learn it through the images. Yeah. Kind of getting used to that structure and stuff. Plus it gives you examples of words that have the Hanja, which is really useful so that you can like, oh, that's what the, that's it. That, what's that mean and stuff? Yeah. Mm. I guess so. So, I mean, we've called, we kind of talked about a little bit how they benefit you um, already. Yeah, Is there any right. other benefits you'd like to mention? Or we can just go on to the next topic because I feel like we've, we've pretty much I mentioned think, yeah. all the really like good stuff because we're pretty pro-hunter here. So maybe perhaps we could kind of take from another side and be like, are there any downsides to you know, putting time into learning hunter mm. versus just carrying on yes. as normal? Yeah, let's talk about the downsides slash... Like, the, yeah, like the cost 
to uh, cost of entry and the uh, efficiency of it all, really. Right, right. So we know, ideas. kind of like we mentioned before, Hansa. It's a different language now. <laughs> or Hanja, how is Hanja helpful? Where, like the basically the side of the argument that most people are on, the side of the argument where why Korean people are telling us not to learn Hanja. Yeah. Um, I guess wow. one reason that I can definitely state is obviously you pretty much don't necessarily need Hanja to pick up on patterns. Because even mm. before I started learning Hanja, I was able to like, when I saw Jung, like yes. Jung, uh, Jung, uh, Jung, that's it. Yeah. Um, or like Jung in general, like eventually, or Jung Shim, Jung Shim, Jung Jung. Yeah, yeah. When you see that frequently, it's like, yeah. oh, it has something to do with the middle. That was something that came to my mind. And then when I learned the Hanja meaning, I was like, oh, it actually does mean the middle yeah. center. And I mean, that'll happen naturally the more you just get familiar with reading. The more you immerse, the more you read. Yeah, it's the same with any language. Like, exactly, yeah. right? You, you kind of figure out the components naturally as you go along. Mm. But I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, knowing the hands is like helping you kind of boost that faster in terms of like Right, efficiency. yeah. But yeah, that, that, is, that is sort of I one think... thing. Yeah, downside. You may may not necessarily need yeah, it yeah. If, you're, if you're like not as serious. Because if, if you don't really care about, you know, getting, doing it mm. fast, then and right. you don't really care about putting the extra time in for Hanja, then maybe you could skip on it, I suppose. That's like the only sort of real kind of exception that I would, I would say. But, um, yeah, 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 and this isn't criticizing anyone, you know, everyone has their own sort of goals and whatever. Goals. But we're, we're just, we're out here. I mean, a guy like me, a guy like Alamoda <laughs> here to you know, get that kind of high level Korean. So as far as like you, yeah. when we're talking, right? Exactly. So as far as the direction we're coming from, we're going for, um, okay, how can we try and like add to this game of Korean? How can we try mm. and level up or improve? Um, anything helps. While yeah, yeah. if you, yeah, anything helps, That's right? Sort of mindset, and yeah. Hanja was just that extra that piece extra that we felt was helped. Mm. But we're talking mm. like if a person is very much so, I just want to talk to Korean people. I don't have any interest in Hanja. Will you be missing out? Not necessarily, because for the most part, mm. you don't need Hanja to be fluent in Korean. That's, yeah, you that's do need to kind of be aware of what it is there. Like for like, like mm. you said earlier with the names, like, oh, it's, it's I don't know. Right. If someone says, oh, it's super im, and then you, you just be like, well, what are you talking about? Because you wouldn't right, know right. that it, sort of concept. So you need to yeah, be aware yeah. of the concept of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, understanding the concept in itself is a good step. But as far as like, you would be missing out on like those pieces of like understanding the deeper meanings behind mm. like a person's name or the right, deeper right. meanings behind certain words, where it came from or Saja Songo or exactly, those yeah. kinds of things. Cause with an understanding of Hanja, you can, you get that connection mm. deeper to the, to the words and the backgrounds, which allows you to be like, Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Or you hear someone's name you're like, Oh, is, is this name, this kind of name? The person, the person's like, Oh, surprised that you even understand Hans in the first place, you know? Totally. Totally. All right. So I think, yeah, that pretty much, we, we had one sort of like bonus question with the whole like traditional simplified just to clarify. Oh, things. Right. But I think most people already know what it is, but so yeah, for, for Korean characters, uh, Hanja obviously was used back in, well, a long time ago, I don't know the day, <laughs> but um, basically, it used traditional characters 
and they've sort of adopted them and kept the same since with some very slight variations. Mm. But um, right. they're mostly the same with the ones that are still used in Taiwan. So if you were mm. to go, I don't know, on holiday to Taiwan from Korea, perhaps, um, you can rest assured and know that, you know, the traditional, they're the same sort of traditional characters that you've learned with your Korean. So you might be able to work something out, I don't know, like a shop name right. or something like that, for instance. Um, but yeah, with, with mm. the good thing about this as well is that going from traditional to simplified is way easier. Um, because you could just sort of work it out without even knowing the simplified one. Whereas going the other way around mm. kind of, is, I've heard, is more difficult from people in the Chinese community. So, yeah, that's another little, nice little bit that has your nice yeah. going for it. Um, but, yeah, I think, is there anything else, any other topics you'd like to add or kind of things, interesting stories that you've had with Hanja or something like that uh, before we end the podcast? You know, that is pretty much all that I have. I mean, when we're talking yeah. about Hanja, our Hopefully, yeah. Yuyak. Some people are nice from it, but yeah, <laughs> like some people, yeah, if we're going there, essentially, Honda. that's our opinion, yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of the Korean Always podcast. We first of all want to give a big thank you to all the people that have sent us DMs and given us a bunch of support. And thank you guys for 50 subs, 50 subs. We, yeah. we didn't imagine like we'd be hitting this 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 quickly. I mean, yeah, a lot of you guys great. have been showing has been super crazy. and. We are really excited to give you guys more content in the future. Um, yeah, as far as that goes, we have a couple. Uh, we're planning on doing Absolutely. interviews with some pretty big names. You know, we've got some big news from George, which yep. got some surprises coming out. Too. Yeah, we can't can't say too much at the moment, yeah. but um, yeah, we've got a couple yet. of things planned. Um, one more thing, you, you, I'll let you mention it. Um, <laughs> I'll let you go and mention the little surprise we got. You don't know what I'm talking about. I don't about. remember the surprise. You don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, guys. Uh, so basically, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going <laughs> to... Let me cut that there. Uh, no. Um, yeah. We are hopefully going to be releasing a Discord server soon. Uh, so you guys can oh, you know, get involved it. with our community and, you know, right. hear more from us, get updates on our videos and discuss things that we've discussed about. Maybe disagree with what we say in our videos. Um, all of that yeah. is going to be happening very soon. So if... Well, stay we'll see tuned. when it gets done, but stay tuned. Yeah. All righty. All right. Um, that yeah, was it for us, guys. guys. We'll catch you in the next episode.